Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. To find out more or to add your support for as little as a dollar a month, visit patreon.com slash manowaker. Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, The Loser's Path to Perfect Peace by Donald A. Reynard. One of them had misplaced it. But who? I think it was probably me, she said. She vaguely recalled seeing it in the wrong place somewhere, in which case she could very well have picked it up, intending to return it to its proper place, and then put it down to do something else. She did this all the time. She'd be doing one thing when she'd suddenly remember something else she had to do, and would stop doing the first thing in order to do the second thing, so as not to forget it, and then forget what it was she'd originally been doing. I just can't do two things at the same time anymore, she said. Don't worry, he said, long as you can still do one thing at the same time. They started by going through the outdoor garbage and recycling bins, twice, to make sure it hadn't accidentally been thrown out. And when they didn't find it, they knew it had to be in the house. They spent the next two days looking for it. First, they looked in the most obvious places. Then, they looked in the less obvious places. But they kept returning to the obvious places. There was something comforting about them. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, she said. Isn't that a definition of insanity? More like a definition of inanity, he said. She smiled. Well, that's one thing you haven't lost. Your way... I haven't lost my way. Your way with words. Away with words. Let's find the friggin' thing. The next morning, he said, Look, what do you say we take a day off? Maybe when we stop looking, it'll turn up. You know, the Tao thing, look by not looking. Two hours later, she threw up her hands in frustration. I'm sorry, but this look by not looking Tao thing isn't working for me. Either I look or I don't look. Like I said, I can't do two things at the same time anymore. So they went back to looking. On the fifth day, or was it the sixth, he turned to her with a look of disbelief and said, I just realized something. I can't remember what it is we're looking for. She laughed. You know what? I can't either. In that case, he told her, it probably wasn't all that important. She wasn't so sure. People always say that, but I've forgotten lots of important things. You have to. Really? Like what? She thought for a moment. Okay, I can't remember, she said finally, but I'm pretty sure we have. Look he said. Let's just forget the damn thing. We already have. No, I mean, let's just forget about it. The hell with it. We need to get our lives back. It's in the house. It'll turn up. So once again, they stopped looking. But they couldn't put it out of their minds. It was always there, a nameless, nagging irritant. At night, it infiltrated their dreams, making restful sleep impossible. They tried everything they could think of to not think about it. They even took a class in mindful meditation at the senior center, 
but they still couldn't put it out of their minds. In fact, meditation had the opposite of the intended effect. It moved from the back of their minds to the forefront. When they explained their dilemma to their meditation instructor, she had a ready answer. Instead of trying to forget about it, they should do the exact opposite. Make it the object of their meditation practice. Only by embracing the lost thing fully would it lose its power over them. They rushed home, eager to try this new technique. But as soon as they sat down to meditate, they discovered a fundamental flaw in the approach. How could they focus on something they couldn't visualize? They then realized there was no way around it. They had to keep looking for it or it would continue to torment them. So they resumed their search, but now with the serenity that comes with the full acceptance of one's fate. And there was no rush. They had the rest of their lives to look for it. They applied the principles of mindful meditation to their quest, and though they didn't openly admit it, they actually began to enjoy the search. It gave their day a structure, a purpose. When they woke up in the morning, they no longer faced the problem of how to spend their time. And while it was true, they had no idea what they were looking for. They were quite sure they would recognize it when they saw it. This has been The Loser's Path to Perfect Peace, written by Donald A. Reynard. For more information about Manawaker Studios' other projects, including books and games, visit manawaker.com, which is also where you should go to learn more about the authors featured on this podcast or to get details about submitting a story. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manawaker Studios' director of DICE is Ben Baston. I'm C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. On the next installment of Manawaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast, he turned his attention to a pair of Japanese tourists heading down the street toward them. As the couple neared, he tracked them disinterestedly. They averted their gaze and drew to the outer edge of the pavement, away from the bundled pair in the doorway.